0: Good morning. Good morning. I want to welcome you all as we gather today to praise and watch for our God. In a very special way, I want to welcome back all our college students who are here at spring break against the men of you in the pews. Welcome back home. So raise our pressure when they come back home and they come to pray with us. So thank you very much for taking time to come and pray with us. During the time of Lent, it's a time whereby all of us try to give up something. And I know the story of this family that are close to me, and they decided to give up something. So the, the father said he's going to give up liquor. So the daughter said, who is, her, name, her name is Emma, uh, she's five years old, she says, well, Dad, I'm going to give up candy. The mom says, well, I'm not giving up anything because you guys drive me crazy. <laughs> I said, OK, that's a good idea. So one time I am visiting. We're having dinner. Then after dinner, the, husband, the, the father the husband decides to have a drink. So he gets out a drink. As he starts drinking, Emma comes and says, "Dad, what did you give up for Lent?" He says, "Well, I gave up liquor." I say, "And what are you having now?" The dad says, "Well, I gave up hard liquor." <laughs> okay. So a few minutes later on, Emma comes back with candy. My dad says, Emma, what are you doing? He says, did you give up candy? And he says, Dad, as you know, I gave up hard candy. (laughs) I couldn't tell the difference, but I said, okay, let's go on. But as we come today to celebrate this liturgy, we know that uh, we continue with our homily series, and today our theme is a call for us to recharge our spiritual batteries. If we're honest, that all of us know at a certain time, At a certain point, our spiritual batteries run out, and they need to recharge. And that's why we say, okay, how do we recharge our spiritual batteries? From our readings today, we can see the moments of recharging. We begin with Moses, and we begin with Abraham. God calling Abraham, he say, Abraham, I am calling you on an adventure. God is uprooting Abraham Sending him to a country he has no idea where he's going. Abraham had to take a leap of faith and trust in God. Because he had to know who he's trusting. Because, let's be honest today, if you're going, let me say you're going on a trip, on scale. So let me take you it a trip to Africa. I know if I tell you that, there's going to be so many questions. Which airlines, where are we staying, what type of food, blah, 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 all those, long, all those questions because we want to be prepared. So we find it very hard at times to trust God and trust in God's will, not because we don't want to, because of three main things. One, we are always afraid of the unknown. We always want to know what's, what's ahead, what's coming ahead. We want to be in control. We don't want to take the risk. See, because we always say, what if things go wrong? We need to have a backup plan. That's why it's always hard to trust God when God calls us. Trusting God's will is one of those difficult things, not because we don't want to, because we are afraid of the unknown. The second reason is because we are afraid of failure. None of us like to fail. We always like to succeed. So if I'm launching out on an adventure, I have to make sure I have all the pieces in place. So I'm afraid of failure. But we, do, we forget that the God who is calling us is a God of success. The God who is calling us is a God who knows it all. The last one, we always ask ourselves, if we feel unworthy of the call. When God is asking you something, we feel you are unworthy. You feel you're not good enough. Those three things always set us back. But today, the reading is inviting us to look at what's going on in the life of Abraham. When God calls Abraham, Abraham trusts and says, okay, I'm changing my trust in you. Abraham trusts because of a promise. God says, I will make you a father of a nation. Okay, this is a man without any child. Okay, he says, okay, look at me. What do I have to lose anyway? He takes a chance. There are very many times in our lives when we need to take a leap of faith. You say, okay, I don't understand, but I'm going to trust you. God is telling us, he's not asking us to figure it out. He's asking us to trust him. So how many times do we trust ourselves, first of all? God has so much trusted us, but we don't trust ourselves to come through because we're afraid. What if something goes wrong? We always think about what will go wrong, not what will go right. Because we are programmed to think always negatively, what can go wrong? What can go right? We don't even ask ourselves that question. If God asks you 90% and you okay, you give 80%, that's good enough. He says, okay, you fail here, but can try again. There is always a way we think that controls our mindset. God is asking us to trust him. He says, take a leap of faith and say. So the question is, how do we recharge? In our gospel today, Jesus takes his inner circles, James, John, and Peter, up on the mountain. The gospel of Luke tells us that while they were praying, it was in prayer, then the transfiguration happened. But what's so important, it's not about what happened, is the voice and the command. It says, this is my beloved son. Do what? Listen to him. So the first way to recharge our batteries is to listen. The son of God is to listen what God is telling us. And the one of doing that is by being closer and knowing what God is asking us. The scripture, the Bible, is the one place we can go to recharge and to listen to the word of God. The second, as I said, they were in prayer. They were in a moment of prayer that recharges us. All of us can go back and say, this moment in my life, maybe I was illiterate, maybe I was praying, and I felt so good, and I didn't want even to live. He say, can I extend this experience? At the same time, you can also say, this moment in my life, life was hell for me. You can say, I have no idea how I went through this. We have those lives, which I call the two mountains. The mount of recharge and the mount of frustration. The, the good news is that the mountain of frustration, it's a sure, a sure deal. It will come in your life. You don't have to look for it. It will come for you. The question is, are you charged to face it? When I say Mount of Recharge, is a place where I say, where do you go to recharge your spiritual batteries? Where do you go to fill God's closeness? Where do you go to talk to God, to ask him for his grace to fill you up? Sometimes, it's the church. As we come here, we pray. Very good. Because they always say, when you come to church, everything is good. We're peaceful. We sit with each other. We give them a sign of peace. It's all love. The moment you go back in the parking lot, the fun begins. That's where the fun begins. So that's why we say we have to come here and say, okay, what do you want from me? He recharges our bodies and says, I want you to go and live like me. I want you to go and do my will. But you can't do God's will if you're empty. And the first place to know is always being open to the Holy Spirit to recharge us. Because the mount of frustration, the mountain of frustration is a, is a given. That's why the, the readings today are inviting us to this mountain to be recharged. The disciples, once they leave the mount, the mount, they're recharged. They're ready to go for an, another adventure with Jesus. So that's why we ask God today that in our life, in our frustrations, give us the grace always to have your peace within our hearts. Because if God's peace is within our hearts, we can go on. If God fills us up, we can still push on. But truth is, we shall always run empty. And we have to learn how to create the moments to recharge our spiritual lives. Listening to the word of God, being present to God, and asking God to help you to learn how to do God's will, not your will, but his will. The Lord be with you.